So do we want to start? Yes. Okay. Hi. Hi. Oh, I want to say pronto. <laughs> oh, pronto. <laughs> you say it better than I do. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Cries in Norwegian, a podcast where we talk about the ins in- and outs of uh, the scambers. Scambers. Yes. We're expanding. Yes. Yeah, scambers. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about probably my favorite adaptation and slash season, season two of Scam Italia. And I'm okay with saying that. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Italy, so far, two seasons, two hits, like... Yeah. I do, just fair warning, I will talk about some of the issues, like whitewashing and blah, 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 that I feel Uh like always need to be acknowledged when Scam Italy is um, discussed. But, yeah, pretty much this is, like, gonna be us gushing. I feel, (laughs) I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Oh, man. But before we get to that, I want to... Basically, we are, I guess... I feel like this is essentially going to be the high point of the scam remakes. Mm-hmm. Like, the ma- month of March, which today is 1st of March, which you wouldn't know because you probably won't post this for another month. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but uh, we are heading into a very exciting month for Because scammers. yesterday was announced that Scam Austin is coming back, um, March 15th, I think. And then everyone in the scamverse freaked out because... Not only is Scam Austin coming back, but Scam Netherlands has officially announced a date for season two, which is their um, Nura season. Then Scam France is also basically going straight into season four, which is their Iman season, which I am excited about for the most part. Let's see. I just, I'm so nervous when it comes to all of the Sana seasons. I know. I feel like Scam France has kind of like really interesting ground because France is a lot of... Well, so we're going to talk about that in a sec when we talk about a little bit about France. I'm going to update you on what has happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then Scam Italy is also having their season three. So we're going to... And people are very much looking forward to that one, including myself. So it's uh, Eduardo and uh, Eleonora. Mm -hmm. And... Then, what else? Oh, Druk is rumored to be going straight until season three. And Scam Spain is also making whispers of dropping something soon. But nothing official there. Uh, so, like, because Druk ends tonight, I think, season two. And then already the people are like, oh, no, season three is coming, like, soon. So it might come at the end of March. Yeah, I think at the end of March. I think they'll probably give themselves, I hope, a couple <laughs> of weeks off. Oh, my God. Uh, was that all? So is that... Five, maybe six, or four, maybe five. I think it's four, maybe five. It's Austin, Italia, uh, Netherlands, Netherlands, France. Are for sure. Yeah. That's four for sure. And then... Druk. Druk and Spain are maybe. Maybe. So it's four definite, six... Yeah. Possible. Oh my god, that's insane. Uh, so, Can yeah. somebody just give me a full-time job to sit and watch Scam? I know, wouldn't that's... that be amazing? <laughs> Is that too much to ask? I'll <laughs> even, like, I'll even, like, write some, like, papers on it if you want me to. Like, I know. I'll be like, we hey. come up with some, like. Yeah, some sort of pitch for, yeah. to get paid for it. I'll, I'll, I can do it. <laughs> but before we want, before we head into Scam Italia Season 2, I did want to talk a little bit about Scam France, which, again, this will probably be irre- irrelevant by the time this airs, but I, it's just... Mo- I'm only in- mostly interested in the bigger questions related to this clip. Okay, so this, the reason that I came here late today was because last night... Well, last night I saw that one clip had dropped, but not the p- clip that I actually wanted. So I was like, I'll just wait until the morning. So we are in episode... We are... Yeah, we're in episode six, which for most of the scambers, everyone remembers it as the most horrible, terrible week ever, except at the end, it's amazing and beautiful because Isak comes out to Jonas. And it's beautiful and amazing. Right, right, Except right. it's not. Not in this version. 
Oh, that's right. That's what, that's what you texted me. So in this version, uh, first of all, yes, it is a horrible week. Like, literally the clip before this one was him, uh, uh, Luke, and uh, Manon, the... The Evan character? No, no, no. Oh. Nura character. Oh. They're, like, they love each other here. Like, oh, okay. Be- like, friends. Like, they're, like... Like, besties. Besties. Yeah. They both wake, they both can't sleep. She gets on the couch with him because he's sleeping on the couch because she got, he got kicked out of his room for her. Whatever. Let's not talk about it. And it's like, I don't know, 3 a.m. And they literally just cry into each other's arms. Oh my God. That's the clip. <laughs> and then he says, let's not talk about it. And then they continue to cry. Oh my God. <laughs> that is, wow, that's dramatic. It's very beautiful though. It's like a minute and a half of them just like in crying. each other's arms crying. Oh man. Yeah. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, so there's there's one so that relationship has been interesting and I think they started it since season 1 where Manon and Lucas have much much more of a closer friendship. Okay. Uh, and I think that sort of found family has taken over the Eskil role in this version. Oh, okay. Where Eskil and whose name is Mika Mika, I don't know how to say it. That's Michael, but whatever. Um, don't really have a connection, Lucas oh. uh, and him, which is fine. I was originally kind of thrown by it. Right, And right, then right. I saw this post that was saying, you know, we have been trained, like media has taught us at this point to accept a certain type of gay, and that's the only type mm. of gay that we're comfortable with. Right. The fact that Mika is not that right, right, is, right. is why you all hate him. Like, he does not have to be this and this and this and that. And I was like, you're kind of right. Like, yeah, yeah. that's fine. That's fair. So then since then, I was like, okay, he's there for, I like what he is there for. We have this other relationship sort of in its place in terms of that um, found family feeling that he needs, I think. That's my interpretation of it. Yeah, totally. So anyway, so in today's clip, Lucas finally decides to talk to his, to tell Jan to come out to Jan. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but he is black, the Yunus character. Okay. And this entire season, people have not really liked him. Uh, not as much as the original Yunus. Yeah, you told and me about this. And there's this whole conversation about what... Is it what, because he's black? Is it this bias? And, like, even there was an earlier clip this week where when, when he tries... When he tells... Uh, when Jan tells Lucas, like, you know, we're here for you, the way that he says it is a little bit more harsher... But I didn't think he was being, like, harsh at all. He was, like, basically he said, look, stop lying to me. I know it's not about your mom. Right. Like, stop with that bullshit. I don't know what's going on with you. But either you tell us and we deal with it, or you deal with it on your own and then you come back. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. Which is fine. It's yeah. fine. Everyone was like, he's so mean. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's just, like, has a little different approach, if, like, than, like, yeah. draw hard eyes. You know? Yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> You know, Joe is a, like I love. We'll get into it, but it's yeah. amazing. But it's like that's what you described, and seems a little bit more I don't know realistic. Yeah. Or, like so then how I so in today's clip they sit down, <clears throat> and Lucas. The thing about Lucas is that he he's so much more. He keeps it all inside, like all of them. Uh-huh. But he when he starts talking, he's so much more blunter than all the other ones. He's just like. He, it's like, as long as he makes that switch, he makes it fast, but he makes sw- switches from angry to happy, from whatever, like, like that. Like, right, there's right, no right, in-between. Right. So this one, he sits up down, he's like, what's been going on with me is that I fell in love with someone. Like, he's not even like, and then he's like, oh, is it Chloe? That's the Emma character. And he's like, no, it's not a girl. Like, he doesn't play around. Right, right. Like, he's like, here are the facts. And at <laughs> first, it seems like Jan is listening, and his reaction seems to be fine. And then, uh, Lucas kind of keeps going, and he's like, well, and then I told... 
Mika, and that blew up in my face. And then I, then, uh, you know, he has the, Elliot had a girlfriend, and then he didn't, and now they're back together, and it's confusing. And then, basically, Yana's like, have you told anyone else? And he's like, well, I think Mana knows. She, like, keeps hinting about it, but whatever. Uh-huh. And then Emma, that's, um... Uh, the Eva character, Emma and... That's confusing, because Emma is... Yeah. yeah. Emma and Daphne, that's the Vilde character, like, they keep looking at me, these weird looks, uh-huh. so I think they know, but and no they one's... And the, they do the whole phone thing, right? Yeah. So we know they, they know. know. We know they know. Yeah, yeah, So I think they haven't brought it up, and then he's like, and every time I talk to a man about it, we fight about it. So he's just listing all this list of people, right? That he has not come out to, but still people that he feels like everyone knows but him. And then Jan's face kind of like changes and so people are interpreting as like he getting upset that he either didn't figure it out or wasn't the first one told as the best friend right but he's just like silent so at the end lucas is like you're my best friend what do you like i need you to say something and he says i need to think i can't and he just gets up and he leaves wow and he leaves him okay i mean that's but it's that's not as harsh as i it's not as much as i expected when i went on tumblr yeah and twitter people were like why did they make the one like, black, you and us, homophobic. And I was like, that doesn't read that way to me. Yeah. And that was the end of the episode. People were waiting. Maybe there's another clip where he comes back. Maybe there's another thing. And it's... So I have these complicated feelings about it. So David, the showrunner, essentially, he's very interactive with fans. I believe that he said basically something on that. Well, we were trying to make, like, a more realistic response uh-huh. than what most people would uh, normally face. And I think that's correct, but a lot of the response of a lot of people has been like, yeah, that's fine and whatever, but the scene, the reason people love that Yunus scene and this Geo uh-huh. scene is because it is aspirational. And it's uh, unexpected. Like, it's we're, unexpected. So, we're so trained exactly. to, to think this is going to be the most gut-wrenching experience, and then when it's not, you're like... It just, like, makes you want to cry. Exactly. It, like, yeah. I have rewatched those clips over and over and over again. They're sometimes my favorite scene yeah. in the entire freaking season. Yeah. And it's interesting. It kind of ties into something that, like, I was thinking about last night with with Italy, with season two Italy because um, there, there are things about it that they change that I'm like, this is probably less realistic, quote, unquote, and I do not care. Yeah. Like, I just enjoy the shit out of it, and I just want to, like, so live in this And world. it's not like we were completely blindsided, because there had there have been talks since before the season premiere that this it was going to be kind of, like, a rougher coming out, and that something about, like, maybe bullying and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and they have talked about the context of what it is to be gay in France uh, much more, like, the sort of, like, the, the fear of that. Uh-huh. Sure. But I think no one ever expected it to come from Jan. I think they thought the other... Uh, other boys would their, have that, yeah. The other boys might have that problem. So it threw everyone yeah. off. I kind of understand it from the filmmaker's perspective in that they, like, maybe want to also do something different than all the other yeah, adaptations this is, this, then is This is literally Hell Week. There's not a single... Well, I mean, maybe that's why they had a clip of uh, Lucas hanging out with the girls earlier that was kind of softer this week. Uh-huh. Because they were like, oh, no, you think this is gonna... Like, this is Hell Week? No, 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 this is Hell Week. Right. Uh, but we don't know how it's going to... We don't know. And at this point, at this point, yeah. when this actually, we actually put this up, the season will be over. Yeah, and, and we, I'm we sure will they'll be fra- <laughs> they'll be fine. But I think part of the burden, and I think this is something that creators have to think about, especially when they are not people of color, is when you put this type of thing on a character that is a person of color and what how that is going to affect, like, if you want it or don't want it, 
there is a responsibility of this being the one Yunus uh, yeah. that, is, that is black. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is the, the other thing that you said that resonates a lot with me is that people on Tumblr are saying, like, why did you make the one black Yunus homophobic? Yeah. And that makes Especially a lot of because, sense to ask. Because Scam France and Natalie, we'll talk about that, have been have both been accused at times of whitewashing or, like, basically meeting a quota. So, like, we've got the boy squad's got Lucas, white, Jan, black, great. And then we have the two other new boys, which they've said they're not Magnus and uh, Maddie. They're our own characters, except they're all white. It's like, oh, oh, we already had one black character, so we can't have the other friend also be black. And it's kind of like a similar thing that they've done in... uh, And something that I hadn't thought about until... I was reading about something else online about Scam, is the fact that technically, technically Yunus in the original is of Latino descent. So, oh, is he? Yeah. Yes. Um, it's, I can read you more about it later. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, so, sure. So, makes sense. so technically most, could, could the casting of him as a white person in some of them be considered whitewashing, yes or no? I don't know. I'm not here to. Right, 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 because he's always, right. He's not always white, but he's usually white. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's usually, yes. Yeah. After the OG Jonas, and except for Scam Friends, all the other Jonases have been... Uh, well, um, uh... Haven't they? No, uh, Netherlands, because they're the best. Oh, Netherlands, yeah, that's right. Because they're the best. Uh, but... Yeah, that was, like, the most beautiful, I feel like I feel like we can't cast. complain about that yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's just the burden of being the one, uh, that, yeah. that I, it kind of sucks a little bit. Um, yeah. That's, I guess yeah. that's what I was gonna say about that. Yeah, I don't know, that... I, I think I used to be, when we were in film school, I was probably would have been a lot more on the, um, well, you you have to do what's right for the story, what's right for the show, and then, like, now living out in the real world, I am so much more aware of the fact that the choices we make as filmmakers, or, you know, whatever choices filmmakers make, the things that we put on screen, yeah. so much influence what people think. And in so, in, like, in a world where there was lots of, uh, diverse reactions to yeah. to coming out, it would be fine to have a scene to, to shape it this way, but there aren't. Yeah. Or in a world where there are a lot of, what are, I guess African American because they're not American, but like there's a lot of black people on screen yeah. or any ethnic, ethnicity other than white who are, who who have diverse reactions to, to it. Yeah. You know, that would be, you know, it'd be fine to like go, but it, yeah. we don't, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing I've thought about a lot, especially this year, where we've had things like Black Panther and Crazy Rich Asians be such big deals because the reactions of a lot of people is like, sort of like, well, it's great that it's successful, but I don't like it because it doesn't do this and this and this and this. And I think it's the burden of, again, being the one. Like, right, right, right. Crazy Rich Asians and Black Panther are very open about what type of movies they are. Uh, and I think they're very successful at being those exact type of movies. But then they also have to be the Asian-American movie and the black movie, and that comes with a lot of other things and expectations and, like, burdens attached to it. Right, right. Yeah, with, like, Crazy Rich Asians, you're, like, portraying a very small subset yes, of Asian so people. Sm- yeah. Um, or, or any people, but the but it's the very, exactly. very wealthy. Yeah. And then with... So, so yeah. yeah, so I've seen pe- people who are like, oh, I don't want to watch it because it just represents that. And I'm like, okay, that's right. fair. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so um, let's just get to it. Should we get into Italy? Do yeah. we talk about all the stuff we want to talk about? So, uh, yeah, I just want to say, I watched, 
I rewatched this season, but I had watched it while it was airing. Uh-huh. Um, so that was a really cool experience, and I was like really into it. And so I wanted to thank, not that they'll ever listen to it, uh, sort of like the people who made it possible. Yeah, uh, that's so, the people who do well, listen. Yeah, so we, we both uh, saw most of the episodes that with the translations from the scam. Um, Sub-it. Sub-it. Um, which you used to be able to download, and now you can't, and I'm really upset about it, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. Uh, and then, as I was watching it live, for the most part, I followed most of the clips and translations of the clips and transmedia through two um, women on Tumblr, Solo Silencio and Loving Nicotino, and they were just awesome and amazing, and like they made the whole experience uh, great. So that was pretty much it. Cool, yeah. Yeah, um, we, we don't recognize enough people who do all the translating, yes, so I'm so glad you remember much. to do that. Yes, yeah. I even, I mean, I, I still follow them because they're still um, fans of the different adaptations. I really love that uh, when they do translations and then there's something that can't be translated, so they do the little star. Yeah. And then they give you, like, one I remember that comes to mind is um, talking about the road when it's the party and the parents are coming home. Yeah. Uh, Sylvie's parents. And it was via, I can't remember the name yeah. of the road, but, and then up there it said, like, ancient road connecting cities and I was like thank you for the history culture (laughs) geography lesson I love this that is that I will say if I had to say anything for you because because basically we've been talking a little bit about how we enjoy Liska really enjoys watching the binge mode of it Uh and I still like to either 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 clip by clip or at least episode by episode and part of one of the things that I feel like you miss when you do that is the fact that the French fans or the Italian fans or the whatever are constantly there to answer any questions you have. Mm, so uh-huh. there's this dialogue back and forth of like, well, what does this mean? Why do you use this word a much? Why that's do you, fun. Uh, which, is, which is cool. Yeah, that's well, the cool part of fandom. Oh yeah, like I've learned, definitely learned a lot about French slang. Even the different ways to say gay as a slur and not as a slur. People would be like, but when Lucas says this, how bad is it? And right. people are like, pretty fucking bad. Yeah, the nuances. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that too because uh, in Italy, they he'll sometimes say gay, like the English yeah, word. And then, but sometimes they were clearly using a different word. And I couldn't tell if it was a slur or, or just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even gay at some point was not a slur, but it was like not a good word, not a nice word. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was just it's that's super interesting. Right. Serbian, for example, only has a slur and homosexual, which mm. is clinical, and no one says that. Mm-hmm. So they've adopted gay okay. from English from to English. say gay. Interesting. But that's I don't know. I, I always like I kind of was like Ugh, about that about yeah, my own. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, I think it very much reflects the general culture uh, about towards homosexuality. No, I'm, let's uh, let's so let's, let's dive, do Italy. Yeah, yeah, let's do Italy. I mean, I think first of all, do you want to give me your general impressions? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I have words. I mean, I I was texting you last night. I loved it. I flipped out. I cried at the end, like for a whole episode. I halfway through, I was like, I lost the capacity to think critically about this show. Okay, like, I like in I, it. I, like I bet there's things in it that I could criticize or think differently but not just one watch viewing because I was just Mm -hmm. like so in it enjoying it so much um as before production wise I think it's it's in my opinion the best adaptation like Mm -hmm. you said in terms of um aesthetic yeah acting directing like colors man the colors colors oh my god they're so beautiful when they're in that hotel room in Milan I was like and not only that like look at the framing 
of Milan versus every any other place they're at. Like I, it's so specific it's and amazing. amazing and like uh yeah, in terms of the artistry and the craft of, of that, I think it it's just stunning. Well, so then I think we should kind of try to do it topic by topic. I don't know what that works out. I'm going to try to steer this conversation. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. yeah, for sure. So I think we should start with the thing that everyone has reacted to the most and loved the most about this season, if you love it. And I think, okay, so it's the Italian boy squat, which I think they've set up such a standard that that's why now, like, like when you when you look at Scam Friends, they're fine. They're like a fine boy right. squad. And you see them the same amount of time that you see them in the OG. Like, they're not being taken away. Or like, people are right, like, right. it's just, the bat ho- the bar has been so, set so, so high, high with Italian boy squad. They are so fantastic. The combination of personalities, mm-hmm. of course their performances, um, the, the naturalness or the easiness with which yeah. they are around, the writing of all of their scenes is so, like, Yes, well, I, I I know these boys. I have had yes, I have like overheard conversations like this. Well, I grew up with my cousin, my bo- my brother who's a boy, and my uh-huh. three cousins who are boys. Uh, basically, every single day after school for all of my childhood, this was the people that I hung out with, uh-huh. and they all went to all boys schools. So this like. This is what I saw right. my entire life. <laughs> right. They would just be scenes of them hanging out in front of the school. And I was such feeling such a weird mixture of nostalgia and wanting so badly to just go into the world and exist with, in it with, with them. them. Like, yeah, I, I just, just want to hang out with I them. I know. <laughs> Um, Even when all they're doing is playing FIFA, I'm like, I don't actually want to play FIFA, but I don't care. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, um, they they're fantastic. The and it was also, I think, just such a relief because we've just been like buried in Nora's world, yes, which is such a like specific. It's like one couple, one girl, mm-hmm. uh, very little about side friendships, mm-hmm. and this was just like diving back into that, and it felt like jumping into a pool on a hot summer day. Like, it just felt so good. Yeah, un- unrelated, this time around, I was sort of looking for them a little bit. Uh, there are two other boys that are technically like part of their friend group uh, that get mentioned sometimes. Oh yeah, uh, I noticed, uh-huh. And this time I noticed that sometimes, uh, Martina would say, like, high-five them as, like, and, as, I, yeah. I was wondering if those are the same. Yeah, yeah, I think I didn't, their names, I was like, oh, those are the two boys that are yeah. there, like, they're friends. Like, they're, like, not close enough to be in the group chat, but, like, but, like, they're, like, part of the gang that would, yeah. they play soccer together, and right. blah, blah, stuff right, like right. that. Right, right, when they get a bigger group together. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I was like, I don't know, there's something about the attention to detail of that, of uh-huh. those friendships that, that I loved a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it makes it feel like a real world with, yes. with yeah. like, a branching, widening uh, web of people. And of course, the standout uh, side or supporting character is is Lu- is his name Lucia Luci- Lu- uh... Uh, So it's Lu- Lucino or Lucino. Luca. Okay, because I know I've heard him call Luca. Um, yeah, but I saw that it was spelled with a ch, so I was like, well, well that in Italian that's a it. Got it. Okay, yeah. so yeah, just he's fantastic and like just such a good uh, addition to it. He reminded me a lot of. Um, if you've ever seen the show In Betweeners, it's a British. I've seen like half of it. Okay, like, yeah. I know it's very short, but still, I've only seen like <laughs> half of it. I mean, it's an acquired taste, yeah. arguably. I, uh, I I didn't dislike it. I just like yeah. never sort of went back and finished it. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched the whole thing, but I or maybe I watched like a season. Um, but I thought it was very funny, and mm-hmm. he reminded me a lot of the weird kid in that. They yeah, even kind yeah. of look alike. Oh, that's right. I, now uh, I can picture him. Yeah. <laughs> the blonde, you know, kind of 
that's um not blonde but like dirty blonde yeah he's just he's so funny but also like I don't know like nice and like I don't know there's something about him that is definitely appealing but I I honestly love every he's like he's like the Vilda of his group yes because he's the one who can say arguably bad things yeah but get away with them yes because you're just like he just, uh, he just that's just who you are yeah, like he's he, so genuine he doesn't know any better yeah it's fine <laughs> um I will say one of the things, and I and I always notice them, and I still notice them this time, is the fact that, like, I like, well, first of all, I mean, I feel like we've been walking around it because we don't just want to gush about Joe for, like, forever, Ugh. but there's one thing that I love is that um, how Joe is first able to communicate to people without saying anything. Like, he does it really well with Martino, but he also does it really well with Aaliyah. Like, in a lot of those group scenes, yes. the two of them are always looking at each other, like, He's lying to us. Yeah. This is bullshit. Yeah, And you yeah. get that with one look, but they don't have to say anything. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which, which I loved so much. Totally. It's, it, yeah, it's that, that's that feeling of these are people who live in the world who have known each other their whole lives kind of thing. Yes. Um, okay, and then I'm going to take one second. Yes. Well, actually, no. Let's do, let's talk about Giovanni, and then, and then I'll talk about Elia and Filippo and the internet. Okay. <laughs> yes, let's talk about Giovanni. Yeah, okay. So Giovanni is... At, one of the things that I loved on Tumblr was that a lot of people, at first, when Giovanni was being amazing, which he is, uh, their reaction was, uh, wouldn't it be great to have a friend like Giovanni? Uh-huh. And then eventually a lot of people said, no, no, no. Wouldn't it be great to be a friend like Giovanni? Aw. That's fucking wonderful. Yes. And that... That makes me so happy. You just, like, made my day. Yeah, and so, like, it's, like, be the Giovanni in someone's life. Oh be the my God. Be the Joe in someone's life. And I, like, yeah. I'm tearing up, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this with a funny thing where I went through my scam Italy tag yesterday and then I reblogged this just so I could show it to you. So it says, it's one of those text posts, and it uh-huh. says, Giovanni to the Contrabandieri. That's the name of their group chat. Uh-huh. All right, listen up, you little shits. <laughs> and it says, Giovanni to Martino. Not you, Martino. You're an angel, and we're just thrilled you're here. <laughs> See, that's leadership right yeah. there. <laughs> and that's... You wrangle the troops, and then you know who to, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, bless a little bit, because they need it a little bit differently. So yeah, uh, so I feel like we should just talk about Giovanni and Martino and their friendship. And yeah, I, I mean, on some level it's ridiculous, like it's so, um... I just wrote Joe heart, heart over and over. Yeah, like it's so mature and perfect um, that it's, it, 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 like, ridiculous. At some point, like halfway through the season I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> I don't even know how to... But I didn't care. That's, yeah. that's that feeling of like, I can't even be critical of this because I just want to enjoy it he is the bestest best friend that ever was and i love him so much yeah like he just is so understanding and forgiving like every single time you're like martino has crossed a line there's no coming back and martino knows it and he's so anxious about it and then joe would be like no it's okay it's, it's okay it's okay Do you know what we talked about uh last time we reported we were talking about toxic masculinity with relation to william and i feel like joe is the embodiment of whatever the opposite of toxic masculinity <laughs> is like positive masculinity where it's this kind of confidence and openness and forgiveness and like i i don't know it, it's just well and, fantastic. and then and then i think i think the epitome of that and you know and we just talked about the france one is the the coming out scene here it's so 
there's something, I mean, I, I still think, and we'll talk about it soon, that the OG one is probably my favorite, and we can talk mm-hmm. about that when we get there, but I love this one so much. And I think, I think there's so many emotions in Giovanni's face, like, I think he is also about to cry yeah. in that scene, and yeah. he's like, holding it back because he's like no no not the moment not yeah. the moment yeah but he recognizes this for the important moment that it for, is for martino yeah for martino yeah and he like i just think he handles it so well and i think that i think the pauses in it are interesting because you can see his mind processing, processing. it's it's such a amazingly well done scene yes i don't even have anything more i, I feel like <laughs> i have nothing to contribute to this conversation i'm just gonna like say it was wonderful and uh, the way the way he kind of like like heartedly tries to make a joke about it, yes. but at the same time, it's a very like we're cool. Like he's yes. he's signaling that he's cool with this, that they're cool, everything's fine. Like he's trying to take the pressure off of Latino. yeah, exactly, and that's amazing. And, and that's I think amazing. and I think that's what he does throughout. And I think there was there was always sort of like this uh, people saying like, well, does he actually know? And he's just like like does he suspect something? Because when he's giving Aaliyah these looks of, oh, we know something is uh-huh. up, like, how much do we know if something is up? Yeah. I, um, I, go ahead. What, what do you think about that? I mean, I don't I don't think he ever knew for certain. Yeah, I, I didn't read it as, like, that it ever crossed their minds as a possibility, just because I, it's I, not, like, what you would exactly. go I th- to. I think, and when I think we, we still, at the end of the day, live in such a heteronormative world that it's not it's just, usually, yes, like, you what, default that they're straight until they tell you otherwise. Yeah. Well, and I think, and I hate I hate it for saying it this way. And I think also the way that Martino looks is not what, like, he doesn't look like. That's true. He doesn't look like, uh, you would what's their Eskild? Filippo. Filippo, yeah. He, he doesn't um, look like what you, you can say him Filo. Yes. <laughs> what you, um, stereotypically assume. Yeah, totally. Like, a gay man to look like. Which yeah. I hate saying that, but I think that does play a role into their totally. interpretation of what is or what is not going on. Yeah, and also, like, the, 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 the season literally opens with the four of them in a bathtub. Yeah smoking and uh, weed and talking about girls and so like that's his experience of Martino that's who he's known yeah. for so many years yeah um and uh, I just it just in terms of like the history of a relationship it felt it just felt very lived in yes uh, yeah and very authentic even I like the fact and it's not like he can't call out dumb shit when he does it I particularly like when Martino does that, I particularly love it when he does it with Martino's mom which, yes, which we'll talk about in a, later. <laughs> which, which is like the beginning of like this is a little ridiculous how saintly Joe is because he's like the this this like perfect guy yeah. who's like. But I think it's easier. Treat your mom better. <laughs> yes, but I think it's easier. But I loved it. Just, yeah, just, I loved I, it. It's not ridiculous, but I. I, I mean, we'll, we'll, I loved think it. We'll, I think the topic of the mom we'll get back to in a second. But I think it's easier for him to say that because he has presumably known this family for a long time. Yeah. So he has a certain confi- confidence within the family. Totally. And he knows what has happened recently oh, yeah, with exactly. the father leaving and all that. And all of that stuff. Um, my, one of my other favorite scenes, Joe scenes, there's so many. Um, oh my god, the whole, ca- everything at the cabin. The cabin! Oh my god! So yeah, so there was, there was another text post that I love where like, honestly, Giovanni just leaving his own house was the biggest plot twist. Yeah. Like, I never, like... I was like, what? Just the way he's just like, well, boys, we're no. going to get some beer. Well, that's another look with Aaliyah, where they look at each other and Aaliyah nods. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> we're going to do this. Yeah. Of course we're going to do, do this. this. 
Um, and then like the next morning when they're singing, I and know, I love breakfast and cleaning yeah. up. And I, it's so beautiful. Uh, actually, the guy who sings that song retweeted that clip. Oh, it's my a, God. apparently it's a big song. Oh, it's uh, big. In, yeah, 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 over there. But the other, the one I was gonna mention before, I remembered the cabin. It was the after Martino and Elia have a fight, and then they're like in the hallway, right. and so Elia has, I mean, Martino has come out to to, to yeah. Joe, and then he, they're like, he's like, oh, we're gonna babysitter, like, like make the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> And then they're like, all right. And I was like, I love this. I love this. I yes. love this. There was, there was, uh, so interesting because we also put, and I understand the pressure that Franz is in to show these like more, like they're like, oh, we're going to do our own take and it's going to be different, whatever. But I remember for the three seconds that Aaliyah like looks at him trying to sort of like decide what he's going to do, people are like, he's homophobic. I was like, no, he's dealing with the revelation that his friend is like, gay and like okay like he's also doing the mind map yeah. of like everything and just well, give him three fucking seconds yeah you just have to like like it's like finding out something fundamental about a person that you thought was one way is different so now yeah. you have to just like recalibrate a little bit to yeah like, it's like oh, give okay. him a fucking second <laughs> and maybe like and this is the part i think like maybe afterwards he has like a group text with like the other members where he's like oh my god like processing it but he's not gonna do it like he's not gonna say any of that shit in front of yeah, like Martino yeah, because yeah. he's not Lukino. Like, he, yeah, and then it would be ridiculous if everyone just like upon hearing immediately was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like so it's almost devaluing the, yeah. the bigness of the of the what it takes for Martino to be honest. Yeah. So and yeah, and but at the end of the day, the boy squad is always gonna come through for you. Oh, they're they're just the best. I yeah, they're my favorites. Like I didn't 100%. think I could ever love a squad as much as I love OG girl, girl squad, squad, but like. Yes, they. they I know it. it's like amazing. <laughs> people like a, a lot of people missing Italia is just like honestly, I just still miss them. Like, yeah. Um, and I think, and I think because it seems like uh, Scam Italia definitely likes longer clips uh, than mm-hmm. than other uh, adaptations. And what I love about them, in a weird sort of twisted way, and I, this is also based on something that I read, was like it's like six minutes. And it's, like, four minutes of, like, joy and beautiful and just hanging out. And it's, like, you're taking this time to be just, like, joyful and amazing and playful and whatever. And on the last two minutes, it's, like, I'm going to break your heart. Right. Uh, but the fact that he ha- he decides Ludo, they're all called Ludo. All the fucking showrunners oh, yeah. for Italia are called Ludo. <laughs> yeah, Ludo won. Uh, the fact that he takes the time to... He, he doesn't think that it's something extra. Like, he's like, yes, I will give you, like, four minutes of them just playing around and whatever. And, like, that he feels like that's adding to the story. Uh, oh my god. It's, yes. it's amazing. Yeah. It, this sh- I think Italy excels at that. Yes. At giving those moments that are just like a random conversation about like Yeah, I think it's finding... something I think it's something we mentioned a little bit about Netherlands. Uh so I wonder if they're going to continue on that trend later uh-huh. on um cuz I do think it, Italy has like they really do it really well. Uh-huh. Um Okay, so I think maybe we'll come back to the boy squat later, but I think that's most of it. Okay, so then I want to talk about the internet a little bit. So oh, uh-huh. the internet's favorite, I mean, shipping, I don't know, it's not really a crack ship. It's just, I don't know how it happened, it just happened. Um, and this is the thing that I think people need to understand about shipping, and I think shipping has come a long way in the last 30 years, but a ship doesn't necessarily means that it has to be canon. It's just a thing that people enjoy yeah. yeah anyway so the internet basically decided that Aaliyah was giving them bisexual vibes oh I could see that and then they were like you know what would be really fun if he and Philippe met and were in love oh 
Yeah, I can so, see that. So, Elipo was born. Elipo. And basically, it's like, there's a lot of that um, online. It's just like That's people fun. imagining scenarios where these two are like yeah. hooking up. Yeah, I mean, uh, like... <laughs> Like most of the characters in this show, I pretty much am fine with like any combination of any two people on this show. I swear, like they're yeah. they're even the ones who I'm like slightly like like Sylvie's kind of like more annoying yeah. than other versions of Yilda. Um, I, I even her, I'm like yeah, like yeah, whoever, be with whoever be because whoever. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Um, so yeah, so that's that was sort of like my pause, and I've really enjoyed it. I like it's really fun to really fun. yeah, I can totally and I see believe that. and I believe both of the actors are aware of it, and they're like, I mean, we we'd go for it. Why uh, not? <laughs> I really like Filippo. Um, okay, so that was my next my oh, next conversation segue. is going to be Filippo. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to make this organic. I don't know if it's yeah. working. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Filippo, um, I I love him, but tell me, um, I, yeah, I really he he felt like less of a presence than Eskild. I mean, and I think and I think it's just because they don't share a living space. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um but it was weird because he like I, I like I love Eskild so much. Um so it's weird to see almost a different version of him, but I really enjoyed uh Filippo. Filippo uh for for being very different. Well, I think so here's the thing that I feel I don't want to say cuz I I don't I know that's not true. I don't want to say that Norway is more accepting of of gay people, but I do feel like Italy and France are much are definitely trying to be much more aware of what it does mean to be yeah. uh, gay in these much more conservative um countries. Right, right. Um so I appreciate it the like that's why I the 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 speech from both of them yeah I mean I, I, go ahead there's something about and you haven't seen the France one but it was really hard to get through because he was so angry right uh there's there's like an anger to both of them yeah obviously Eskil also gets angry do you know what actually that's one thing I was gonna say about the 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 Italy story is that whole um the, the 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 conversations he has with Eskild, I mean, sorry, not Eskild, Filippo, mm-hmm. about it, they've had more resonance in yeah. Italy to me than they did in exactly. In I think that's what I was trying and to say. I, I wasn't even sure why, but yeah. I think what you're yeah. pointing and out I'm is like, exactly and that's, right. I'm like, I don't want to take anything away from Eskild and that speech because I that's another one that like every time I listen to it, it makes me want to cry. And the shame on like Isak's face like, as yeah. he's hearing those words is like amazing. Here, first of all, I, I just thought it was really resonant in the way that Filippo lays it out. I like that even though he's reeling with this information, Martina also, like, he's listening, but he's also, like, it's a little bit of a conversation. Yes. Uh, too. Yeah. And it's less of a shaming. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the way that... Definitely the, the, is a shaming in France, but that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, but it, but at the same time, it is. Yes. Like, I, I don't know how to... I'm not exactly sure how to, I guess, put into words, which is really bad that I'm talking I know. About, I'm, I'm, podcast, I struggled but... with it, too, and I actually, last night, I even tried to watch it twice to be mm-hmm. like, okay, what, what is, is it, it about this? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The, I, like I said, I would honestly have to watch the season again to, I think, to have a little bit more critical thought process, but... But uh, yeah, there's just, there's just something about the fact that, yeah, I, I do, and maybe it's my fam, fam, my familiarity with the culture, true, maybe, not that I'm an expert, but even, and also my familiarity with living in a country that is so Catholic, right. uh, which is... Right, um, right, right. Puerto Rico. It, Even it, when you're not religious, you it, cannot escape. Yeah, it. it just flavors. Yeah, exactly. Your daily living. Exactly. Um, I, 
that said, I also really appreciate, this is like slightly off the hot topic of Filippo, but I did appreciate that in a lot of other ways, the show tones down the negative, like the expected negative reaction. So for example, I love that they took out the mom being sort of religiously. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. I want we'll, to talk about that, uh, yeah. the mom next. But, or, but even, um, obviously, Joe, we already talked about his reaction, but even like Elias, uh, not Elias, um, Martino's caught like struggle. Oh Just, yes, I guess it's not the archetypal, or it's not the sorry stereotypical. Yeah, I um, I feel like I don't know why we didn't start with that, but maybe I feel like I'm leaving Martino for last. I don't know no, why. Yeah, we can build up to yeah. it. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. other things to talk about, uh, and that's also the, like the more serious one. So yeah. like we can go later. I don't know. It felt like a good balance of uh, in the, in this on, on my first watching of understanding that this is a difficult and he himself is not conservative but like he's very like buttoned down literally and yes, figuratively yes and well i mean what well, once we get to it but i love the fact that everyone calls him the boring gay right like, there's, i don't know why Wait, who calls him the boring gay was it this season yeah it was his fucking boyfriend uh like did i miss that line? okay so it was in the okay why am I? Why can I only think of the name of the actor, Rocco? Rocco, what's the name of the character? Oh, uh, Nicolo. Yeah. So when they go to the '80s party, and Nicolo, first of all, Nicolo literally plants himself in between Emma and yes, Martino, which right? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think he, he did it in the original. Yeah, I think too, so too. But uh, yeah, it was very, it's he, well done. It's very well done. I'm like, whatever. So he's there, and then that's when. Emma gives her whole speech about, like, I love gays. Gays are fun. Oh, right, right, right. And then he's like, I don't know. Some gays are boring. And he literally looks at Martino. (laughs) Do you know what? I did not pick up on that. And then That's hilarious. Yeah, and then so there's this whole, like, oh, Martino is the boring gay. Uh, (laughs) But, like, lovingly, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so he's this, like, buttoned-up guy. Um, So so there is this, like, struggle. uh, But at the same time, it's not, I don't know, it's not oppressive or it's not this, like, preachy, mm-hmm. anti-Catholic, or anti-religious, yeah. yes. or, and or it, even anti-Italian. No, I think the show, when it does take sort of those things, it does it through the images and through the actions in very subtle, interesting ways. Like, one of people's, and one of my favorite, like, images of all time is when they get on that bike, and they're running they're in their costumes, and they're going through the streets of Italy, and he literally takes his mask, and he throws it, uh-huh. and it's a wide shot, and you see the basilica, like, the little uh-huh. Vatican. Vatican is bit behind them. Yeah. It's like, that's it. You don't it's need beautiful. to say anything yeah. else. There's a mask. There's like, blam, let's throw it. Yeah. Like, look at I it. mean, uh, and Nicola is wearing a cross. Yes. Because yes. he was dressed as, as a vampire. vampire. Yeah. So uh, it's like, you, I feel like that's, they just do it in yeah. a way that's yeah, yeah, yeah. beautifully. Yeah. Yes. To make us aware that this is the culture within which this is happening. Yeah. But without like making it a oppressive uh, kind of. Force yes. negative yeah, anti- interesting. Uh, uh, well, so before I maybe before we get we dive really into them and Martino, do you want to talk about what I was sure was going to be your favorite change, and I was apparently correct, which is Martino's mom oh being my God, a yes. presence in this season. Yes, I I love everything about families in this show, and this yeah, so, season did not. Disappoint. So I guess um, there's Martino's mom, and then there's also the fact that the dad is much more present yes um, though strangely like always over the phone yes yeah. until the very very end yeah but. but yeah i mean i don't he, i think he probably texts like as much as isaac does to his dad but it somehow felt a little bit more more of a presence more yeah. of a presence um i think that maybe has to do with the fact that um the show does a really the show does a really good i was trying to find a way to phrase this 
la- the season two of OG Scam, which is all about this relationship, which, you know, we've talked a lot about, I guess, now. And this season, on, ostensibly, if you were to describe it to someone, it is like, oh, it's about another relationship, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it, it, it balances really well, like, how Eva's f- first season was about her like a coming of age story yeah a, a kind of finding of self and and all the like confusion and, and like all the messiness of that so which and it's not just re, uh defined by one thing it's mm-hmm. not just defined by sexuality or or by um a specific relationship but about all it's like about your friendships and your family and your schoolwork. Mm-hmm. and so I, I i just feel like this season really balances that well so that in the beginning he's already a kid in crisis to yes. some extent yeah. because his mom yeah. is you know that that home environment isn't working very well um she and and his dad has left and has this new family that he clearly like there's like these little hints dropped when he keeps talking when he mentions him he talks about how like he has his new son which is, and then all of that is fucking like gloriously full circle. Uh, when at the end, when he goes to visit his dad for Christmas, yeah. and he sees his little brother, and he puts his hand, hand up, and I, I was bawling yeah, so by I then. Think, I think so. <laughs> so it's just this like, m- like so incredibly well, like, such a good basically, like, basically what you're telling me is you just like the internet. Thinks that think that episode nine is perfection. Yes, <laughs> uh, because episode nine gives you the diagnosis of BPD, which whatever. Uh-huh. But then it gives you Marty and his Mar- Martina and his mom. Then it gives you Martina and his dad, and then it gives you the reunion of the two of them. Yeah. So it's like ev- like everything is working. It was everything, and, and this, this and, and, was the episode that made her cry. By the way, yes, like endlessly. Like I woke up like feeling emotionally drained <laughs> this morning, and then I was like, how am I going to talk about this? Uh, <laughs> the in screenwriting, we talk about how, like, you have a characters in crisis in the beginning mm-hmm. that they're unable to deal with, and then a story happens to them that by the end, they're able to deal with this original problem. And this is just, like, a perfect illustration of that, where he, through the friendship uh, and relationship with Niccolo, becomes, like, a m- more whole, solid version of himself. And I think that's why it's so satisfying. The mom storyline is so much more satisfying uh, that's a, that's not the right word to say. There is something different about the way that this storyline is satisfying than than it is in the original because of the way because I think you visually can see that happen. Yes, um, absolutely. And I, yeah, like, yeah. Like I don't. I, it's weird because we haven't talked about season three yet. So yeah, I'm I like I want to reference that, but I don't want to discuss it too much yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And also, I don't want you to think that I don't think it's perfect because it is. <laughs> but there is. I think this was such an interesting call. And I love, this is probably my favorite change, the including the mom storyline. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also, I think it's also, like you said, that there's no, there's no other types or whatever. I think sometimes when we see a mentally ill parent on television, they're like, they have, they're like bipolar. Right. And they're like, oh. They're like popping pills. Exactly, or, or whatever. Yeah. And there's something about the way that it was portrayed that it, it just, there's, there's nothing particularly bad yeah absolutely yes and yet it is such an unstable home life for him yeah it's this like drain and emotional drain on him exactly um and but at the same time the mom is never villainized no ever ever. and in fact there are times when the internet's reaction was like why is he so mean to her and then people had to be like context like first of all he's a teen yeah second of all try to think of like you have to really see the picture of everything that's going on like He's not trying to be mean to his mother. Abs- no, it's Ever. just those things that, like, 
you, when you live with a parent that come up where, where you're just like annoyed by certain things they do and like especially with with like the big change of the family disruption of the pet father leaving and everything yeah it's, this, it's like an incredibly emotional time and then and then he he feels like he's been left by his father which right. is something that he's dealing with and then his mother is uh mentally ill and then he he he's like okay I gotta step up and I gotta do everything that she can't do and he does it ever without ever complaining like right. yeah and, all, like the little the subtle things of like he would check his fridge and it's empty yeah. and then like the next day that the next episode he's brought and home food. pasta yeah yeah and, or food rather yeah and so he's like yeah that storyline like just ripped me to shreds and then and then the scene I think that was the the best of that was the door scene which is the one that you referenced yes. and I watched it again I think the first time it happened I found it really hard to get through it. I don't know uh-huh. why. Uh, and then, yeah, and then the second time I was just, like, being able to appreciate it and think that it was really beautiful in terms of what it did, the tone, even the humor of it. Um, the, and, the absurdity of locking yeah, your own mother uh, in, in, in your, your room. room. Yeah, the, the other thing is about the, that relationship is that they're both dealing with, like, very difficult emotional things and they're not um, able to... Sorry, I just thought of the moment where she comes into his room and he's watching Nicolo, and then he quickly closes it, and then she wants to watch television, and I just, like, feel like crying right now. Yeah. Because she's trying to reach out to him, like, trying to maintain a yeah. normal relationship, but neither of them are able to... They're, they're both aware that this is... Of what's going yeah, on. exactly. But they're just not yet in a place where they can fix it. Yes. And, uh, and he, he, because he's too young to be able mm-hmm. to have the kind of conversation he needs to have with his mom and she because she's too depressed yeah, she's, to be yeah, able to have yeah. to, to be able to like bring herself out of it so she needs and an func- adult yeah function in the way that she needs she, she knows she that what she what is she supposed to be, be doing? doing and she can't do it right. that's what being and she's like, also like a single mom who's working has yeah. like huge ass meetings come home, comes home exhausted and so so she needs like the the sadness of it is that she, there's no adult in this situation who can help her, no friend that we know of, yeah. that we see. And he can't be that person because he's her son and because he's not an adult. Um, so, but the other thing is that he's he's dealing with emotional stuff too, so he translates that into anger yeah, at, at, her. at her. And so there's that scene where, I mean, it happens multiple times, including the through the door scene, yeah. where his reaction to her, it's to her fairly innocuous question or about, request. About, oh, hey, do you want to come, why don't you come with me with, to yes. your aunt? Yeah. And he just, like, goes off on Flips her. out. Yeah. It's so, it, it, it's, it's so outsized because it's actually about a lot of other things. And that's so, like, a teenager to, I mean, like, not just teenagers, but, yeah, it, let's say, it's, it's a very, like, teen distressed thing to not be able to process those emotions properly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this uh, this is so funny. In it, for I don't know why it made me think of because now I'd actually seen it. The third season of One Day at a Time came out, oh, uh-huh. and there was the scene, and it's funny because I think in this case she is up. She she is able to be more mature than her father in a lot of ways. So one of the storylines uh, I don't know if you know anything about One Day at a Time. Uh, I've seen the first season, but not. yeah. So the, so her name, Isabella is the actress. Why can't I never now remember the name of anyone? <laughs> the gay daughter. Okay, I don't remember her name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She uh, is able eventually to repair her relationship with with her father, who in the in the first season finale he leaves her in the middle of the quinceanera. Uh-huh. So in season three, he's getting married, remarried, and he wants his his kids to be his best man and best best or person or woman. No, I, I think he calls them some something okay. like that. Yeah, and they're both supposed to give a speech. Okay, so they both do give this beautiful speeches like about their dad and how blah blah, blah. and then afterwards she she's angry 
Uh, but instead of taking it out on her dad, she goes she, with her brother, and he's like, he, she's like, everything I said is true, but it's also a lie. And he's like, okay, well, what, what did you want to really say? And she goes off on this rant about, like, why do I have to be the bigger person? You're my parents. Yes. Oh, uh, I need to watch that. I need and to part catch of up me, on that And show. part of me wishes she had been able to say it to her dad, yeah. but it was also, she didn't ruin his wedding day. Right. So she, she was. She is the bigger person. She is the bigger, bigger person, and she just goes off, and she says everything she needed to say, and she says it to her brother, and he's like, good. Okay. Like, good. Yeah. And and I, it's a beautiful scene. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautifully done moment. Look at that, uh, clutching my yeah. chest. <laughs> my um, heart hurts yeah, just and hearing was, about yeah, it. Yeah, and I, it, so, like, it's actually pr- probably one of the scenes from that season that has stuck with me the most. Yeah. And it made me think of, like, a different version of, yeah, sort yeah. of like, this, this thing. I, I and I think that's something that divorced parents, especially the one who feels the guilt of leaving, deal with. It's like, how do I deal with my previous family yeah yeah Yeah. the uh, like I've just heard so many stories of like uh, sort of that whole like well my dad did or usually it's the dad but not always my dad uh did this thing and that was dumb but I was a teen and you know like or like I said this thing and my dad took it this way and I'm like I was the teen why did he listen to me or like you know like right 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 why why wasn't he able to be the parent that I needed him to be is what it boils down to a lot of I think that's actually like yeah that's and that's exactly the theme almost of this parent-child relationship um where and and part of what I love about the show like I said it doesn't ever villainize her so there's this sense of like it, it really puts up on the screen that thing where when we're little and as big they're teenagers, we want our parents to be, I don't know, perfect yes. or, or you know, the adults, quote unquote. Yeah. But they aren't, they are, I mean, they're, they're only human. Yeah. And they're like, they have their own, and it's, so it's this is age when you're becoming aware of their limitations. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then like having to process that and accept that. Oh. And I think that's what happens with his dad too in a lot of ways, even though we don't see it to the same extent. Yeah, totally. Um, it's just through voice, um, sorry, text, text messages, messages and phone calls. Like yeah. I sort of, sort of think that he sort of makes his peace with that sort of scene. With that, thing. His fa- and the fact, and then so that scene with that's, his little brother is a, is a kind of like accepting this, seeing this child as like related to him. And as this, like, person who is separate from his father yeah, and, and also so, and, and not deserving of any, Exactly, like, I was going to fault, faultless. Or, like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it was really, really Clearly, this beautiful is, I have a lot of, like, imagery. feelings about this sort of thing. During the Oscars, uh, they played the clip from uh, If Beale Street Could Talk. Uh-huh. Um, is that even that movie? Yes. Yeah. I always just call it Beale Street, so I, like, forgot. I also call it I Beale just Street. forgot the whole title for a second. Yeah. Um, that clip where... Uh, where she's like, it's the two moms are finding out that the main character's pregnant. Regina King? Regina King, yes. And she's saying, like, she has the line about, I'm gonna mess it up, but... I've only seen it once, so I'm like, I can't remember what the line is, I'm sorry. They played it at the Oscars, it's it's the, when she, when the nominations were up, when she says... I can see Regina King in her Oscars dress, but I can't see it I can see movie. her in the movie, but I can't think of, She's saying something like, don't blame the child. Like, okay, yeah, None yeah. of us have anything to do with how we come yeah, into the exactly. world. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And just, like, that clip made me cry, <laughs> like... Uh, so I clearly have a lot of feelings about parents and children. Yeah, and I thought... I think we have talked about, um... Yeah, I, I have always been fascinated by how the different adaptations deal with the parents, and mm-hmm. I, so I think I think that's why we always bring it up because it's yeah. just a fascinating relationship. Yeah, I mean, I really respect that 
Scam OG did a sort of like we're just like not gonna have parents. parents except and except I, for Sana. Um, true, we do end up seeing her, but yeah, but essentially for the first three seasons, yeah. it's like no, yeah, it's like these kids exist in a world of their own, and I appreciate that as a creative choice, and it certainly lets you focus on other things. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, it's just a choice, and it but, comes with its drawbacks, and that's what I'm fast. That is something I'm looking forward to, to talking about uh, the treatment of Isak's mom in season yes. season three. So we'll. We'll get to that because I do think it's also just just a choice, and it comes with its own like yeah, pros totally, and cons. Totally. But for I just really enjoyed that that Italy was like, no, he still lives at home, uh huh, and this is what that means, yeah, yeah, um, which is interesting, for sure. Okay, so then I think is it time to finally talk about <laughs> um, Nicotino or Martinico or <laughs> what's the other shipping name that we use? Uh, there's another one I can't remember. There's still there's still basically no agreement on what the shipper name should be for these two. Uh, <laughs> but I use Nicotino because it's, it's the funny. first one that sort of won, and it's the one that I've seen sort of the most. Definitely uh-huh. Tumblr uses it pretty uh, heavily. Uh-huh. So yeah, so yeah, so are we ready to talk about them? Yes. All right, cool. So our Evan here is Nicola Fares, which. Apparently, Fadis is an odd Italian last name. I was going to ask you if you ever read anything I did about read, why. I did read about it, um, but I couldn't find it yesterday. Oh. I just, I realized I do this thing, and maybe I just need to reblog everything so that I can reference it later, where I like a lot of the text posts, but I reblog a lot of the images because I just want my blog to be pretty. Right. But then, if I look on Tumblr, I can, my if I reblog it, I can just write Scam Italia and everything that I that I tag Scam Italia comes up. Right. If it's in my likes, I can't do that. So right. there's just like a thousand likes there's and I'm like, I things. don't know yeah, yeah, where yeah. it is. <laughs> so yes, there was a whole conversation of people answering, well, like it's not like it's completely unheard of. It's just not like very common. That's okay. the bottom line. And okay, I wonder if you have a funny meeting or something. Because that was another thing that they explain in the translation that I loved. How yeah. his nickname means drip or something. And like, and I was just like, thank you. Thank you for explaining that. That's wonderful. Okay. Uh, and then, one of I never did enough to sort of like think about it I'm just gonna put it out there one of the sort of like consistent uh images or imagery that the show uses when it comes to um Niccolo and Martino is glass Mm. and reflections and yeah that's Um, beautiful I didn't notice that yeah that's pretty much that's all I have to say (laughs) it's like it's just really well done throughout um it's there from their very first meeting, uh-huh. like, which I actually love so much. Yeah, um, actually, yeah, they're they're like meet cute. They're meet cute. Actually, one class. of my one of my favorite gifs is um, when Martina's leaving the the meeting and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm on the phone, blah blah." blah. And he goes into the booth and he goes like, "Blah blah 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 blah, Fanculo." <laughs> I'm like, I love it so much. I'm like, yeah, same always. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So the meet cute. You say you were a fan. Uh, yes, I thought it was. So well done. When I okay, so when I first started watching the season, I was like, "Oh, I forgot that they did this story second season." And now I wish I'd seen. I wish we had seen season three. I know I had the same struggle where I was like, "It." I feel so weird because we haven't talked about OG I season know. yet. But on the but then on the other hand, like very quickly, I realized maybe this is better because I'm less like focusing on the differences. differences. And yeah, yeah. I, I I saw the like big beats that I remember that are traced out yeah. fairly the same. Yeah, it um, is. It's pretty much fairly the same. Yeah, there's definitely no big departure like Scam France just did. Which, right. Even when there were changes, like everything sort of like one two went back to. Yeah, the same thing happens, but maybe in a different yeah exactly way or whatever. So anyway, um, I'm glad I didn't have to, like, I wasn't constantly thinking about, oh, how is this different? 
But, for example, I can remember the meet cute in OG scam. So. I can. It's pretty iconic. Okay. So, but well, it's but it's I'll not, enjoy it. I'm sure. It's pretty iconic, but it's not like <laughs> it's kind of dumb. Like that's why it's iconic. Okay. Uh, whereas in here, it's it, it, this feels a little bit more epic. It's I yeah. I and think they had me like yeah. from the get go <laughs> with this one. I'll I'll I won't um, lie. Uh, let's see. What uh, and by the want? way, dumb is not a criticism. It's, like, perfect in every way. Okay. Uh, but, yes. Um, but go on. Um, let's see. I... So many thoughts at once. Um, alright. So, yeah. So, Nicolo, in general, like, would... would, would okay, yeah, let, let's him? break this down. Yeah. Nicolo, I... Uh, I love his character. I love his actor. He's a model. You were asking me if anyone's a model. Oh, he is a model. model. He looks like he could be a model. Yes. Um, he also, strangely, made me kept think. There are certain angles they would shoot him, and he looked like Richard Harmon to me from The Hundred. Interesting. He's, what's his name? You know, the, the bad guy. Yeah, I know. Kind of, I know yeah. who Richard Harmon is. I... Um, anyway, but only in certain angles. It wasn't okay. like a consistent thing. Anyway, he, so, really loved him. I actually like, I'm, you're gonna kill me for saying this, but I like his Nicolo more than Evan. I mean, you can say whatever you can say. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, just in that, I don't know, sometimes Evan well, I think... came off to, he, he, like, triggered something in me, I think, of, like, where he was so erratic that it, I was, sometimes, I, would, I was like, it's like, why don't you see this? as, like, a problem. And, and Nicole well, does think, it as well, well but... But I think Evan is supposed to be much more mysterious. Uh, okay. In a way. Yes, that's true. He has the whole, like, why did he, like, in a transfer way, into the school? In a way that, yeah, in a way that Nicole, I don't think, was, is ever is meant to be. to be. Yeah. Like, I, that's okay. We'll just, talk about it. Just, it. Like, it just, but, it just but there is a little bit better for no, me. No, that's, that's fine. Good. And there's, like, different... One of the things that I saw, like, the other day was someone saying, like, what is it about the Evan character that no matter what interpretation of it is, like, I immediately, like, love him and want to, like, like, a, like, obsession. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, and it's interesting that if you do watch uh, season three of Scam, like, I think, sorry, of Scam Friends, there's even less of Elliot, but the actor is so good at making those few moments that he's in really Boy, count. Um, um, so anyway, go on yeah. with your... Yeah, uh, let's see what else. I, I, at some point I remember thinking, how are they going to do the whole, the universes thing? Because it's yeah. so iconic and, and beautiful and epic from the original. Like, how are they going to meet something that's just as good? And they fucking made something just as good. Well, but what I love about it is that, and I think it's such a boy thing too, because it's like, it's about last man on earth. Yeah, it's a like Will Ferrell like, cancelled Fox show. Yeah. That's why not Will Ferrell. Why did I forget uh, his name? Will Will Form- Forman For- Forte? Forte. Forte. Will Forte. Yes. Will Forte. He Which I've seen two seasons of, by the way. Yeah. Wow. And I watched like I think at least a season and a half. Yeah. So yes, and I agree. Okay, when it, when it first started I was like, oh this is like a weird this is what they're gonna base it on. Yeah. And then when the, when he does a little it's flip book, book and then when he gives him the vial, I was just like yes Love it in Yeah, I in... think I was gonna say again, not that Evan is an extra. There was something super extra about Nicolo that I really liked. Uh, yeah. Like because it's like the red string. He's like, so I'm leaving you in the middle of the night, but also here's this red string, string. of fate yes. or whatever that's gonna take you to fucking breakfast. Like what? Yeah. He, he was very he's very extra uh-huh. in a lot of ro- uh-huh. when it comes to his romance and I don't know, I appreciated it. Yeah, totally. Okay, uh, what else can I say? Okay, but I have, like, one, my only, like, weird I don't get this about this show, but this particular season, and it's a very, like, nitpicky thing on some level, because I think if you didn't know this, you wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. 
But why did they change his diagnosis? To BPD. To BPD. Because he does not have BPD. Like, he okay. very clearly, he has some form of mania. Like, BPD would not act that way that he does. It just is absolutely wrong. Yeah, like, from I, a textbook I, definition wrong. I read some interpretations of people with BPD where they were like, well, this is how it could work. But again, I didn't save them, so I don't know where they are. I would really love to read them because... I, I, I'll try to see if I can find them I have had that. experience with people who are borderline. Well, and... This is not So it. I don't have that much experience, uh... So I'm, I based, I, but I did a lot of research on it when Crazy Ex-Girlfriend finally diagnosed their main character. Oh, right, right, right. They diagnosed her with BPD. Yeah. Um, or BPD. Borderline personality. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah borderline personality. Uh-huh. Whatever. You got it. Borderline personality disorder. And uh-huh. eventually, and so, like, I was like, okay, I'm really curious about that. So I asked, like, people who knew about it, and I did some research. And, I, yeah, so I, I did have a hard time sort of reconciling. I, I've never seen Crazy Ex, so... I I don't know how much he, he I, from vaguely what I remember about it that makes sense or what I've heard about it yeah um but like yes both involve mood swings but not in the same way at all it in did, fact like Martino did. at times acts a little bit like minorly like he has like when he all those uh all those like flipping out yeah. his mom, that's the kind of thing you would expect from somebody who has borderline. Not getting naked and walking around a city street. I, 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 it feels to me, like, I appreciate the choice of trying to do something different, but it didn't feel like it had enough of a payoff to but you make have to, like, that big of a difference. Well, and even if you, well, yeah, if, you, if you're going to change it, then, like, you have to change it in the writing. You yeah. Like, like, you have to do a little bit of research to find out. It almost felt like, they felt like it was interchangeable. And, and then, yeah, and I don't think they were trying to say that, but I think that's the danger of it. Yeah. Because it does which, feel... And like, not that I care, I'm not, like, advocating for, like... Yeah, yeah, you know, It's just sort of like a... It was literally, like, a nitpicky thing. It's like somebody... It's like watching a show, and, and the person's speaking, you know, French, and everyone is insisting that they're speaking German, and you're like, no, this is clearly just not the right language. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I don't think it's nit... I don't think it's nitpicky to say that. I don't feel confident having a strong opinion about it, because yeah. I don't know enough about yeah, it. Yeah, I guess it's but just that I've, like... I've, I yeah, yeah. have experienced a borderline in my family, and it's like a really unpleasant. But I do, I do experience. remember being thrown by it, and not because it was a change, but more because of like, well, how? Why? Do, yeah, does it line up? Yeah. Uh, was... I wonder, and actually, well, that's a good question. Like, then why is it just to be different? Is it because they felt bipolar had more of a stigma attached to it, so they wanted to soften it? I don't know. I'm trying to speculate anything at this point and i don't know and i i always i do appreciate when there's a different like diagnosis of bipolar because i think bipolar is the one that writers tend to go to because it's the one that's easiest to right see. you can just say like oh they're like it was well, easiest it was well, it's it's like when someone is in a manic episode yeah you're like clearly something is yeah not no right. I, that that i have that i do have some experience with so yeah. i don't know what you're talking about and so and so it's like there's like a I don't know, maybe, like, a level of forgiveness or something. Nico is, like, the warmest of all the, like, Evans. Like, he's always... He, and that's, maybe that's why I yeah. so so loved him so much. But, like, yeah, he's, he's just, like, the sweetest, yeah. never angry, never even really upset. Or about anything. Yeah. Um, you know, he has his... And he has, like, melancholy. And yes, he has yeah, yeah. his highs. But anyway, so that was my one, like, what okay. the F? But other than that, the show is perfect. Fair the enough. Is perfect. Fair enough. Okay. The, I will... the scene where... Oh, the, this, the episode where he... Where they're in Milan, which 
um, is like so perf- perfect and beautiful for like half of it, and you, and even though I knew it was coming, right. I was enjoying it. Yeah. But then they're having that sushi dinner, and he starts cracking up, and I, my God, that was hard to watch. Yes. Me, I had that feeling. I was like, now I know what Gabby was talking about because I had just edited our last episode, yeah. and you were talking about how the, uh, now I can't remember what scene it was, but there's someone you were having like just like a like a viscerally hard. Oh, yeah. it was Nura's, the short. Yeah. Episode. Oh, episode. Yeah. And I was like, now I know what Gabby's talking about because it's so yeah. hard to keep watching. And and that's and that's sort of this thing where people like to make memes about themselves when they're watching Scam, where they're like, you know, I'm watching this for the third time in an adaptation, and yet I still I know what's coming. Yeah, I hundred percent like I can't even rely on like the dread of not knowing what's coming. I know what is coming, and yet I still cannot. That that feeling is still there. Yeah, I just. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's like a heaviness in your chest, like yeah. you can't breathe, yeah. or like like your stomach is clenching and everything. Yeah, it's um. So I do remember feeling that anxiety in the in in original, and then yeah. again here, it was, and it's yeah. Oh my god, it was it was really well done. Um, this this is my last funny sort of. I, I do have like a funny uh story about watching this live. Uh-huh. Not that not that episode, but the previous one where they uh with the one in the cabin where the boys uh leave the cabin and whatever so um people have been i think people have been feeling sort of like a little bit like nostalgic for scam italia season two even though uh-huh. it ended like two months ago so i've been seeing a lot of these clips and one of, one of the things that i still think about and i agree with them is the fact that like so they go, they say they're going to the cabin right uh and then they leave i think they leave on a friday morning uh-huh. right and it's usually it's a Freddy clip, right? That has the thing. Right. So we everyone's like, okay, how is he? How is Nico going to get there by that Friday night? People are looking at bus schedules, right. like what's gonna happen? <laughs> what's this? Uh-huh. What's that? And then there is no Friday clip. It happens on a Saturday. Oh. We are still so there's people who are like, people I'm must be going nuts. No, they're like people are like we're still waiting for that Friday clip. What's happening? Like, yes. So then it ends up being like Saturday morning, yeah. and then he takes the car, and it's Saturday night. But like to this day, people are still traumatized about that Friday <laughs> clip. They're like, where is Why that clip? <laughs> um, let me see other random things about the the pool scene. The yeah, first pl- kiss. Yeah, I didn't think anyone could be better or not better but like as good as, as the original and it a hundred percent feels to me yeah i it's love so funny. the aesthetic of it that like yeah. big open dark pool yes the dark the dark yeah to the like brightly mm-hmm. blue like angelic you know original one and and there's something like how they're like in this like they like martino has to go into this like liminal space that mm-hmm. is neither that, that is like an like another dimension. Yeah, it is neither the world nor you know what I mean. And 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 he and 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 only it feels and, I, and it feels um, the framing even of it too feels uh, bigger, but also constrained. I don't know how to. I think the framing on the first on the original is much more intimate. Yes. Uh, and this like this is fast yeah. wide. Uh, and and another thing that I that I noticed that I saw like I think I noticed it both time, but this time I was paying closer attention to it was that so. When he goes out and he's like, you cheat it, you can't touch me anymore. When they go down that second time, Nicholas like this the entire yes, time. Yes, I know. So it really that. is up to like yes. Marty to like, Martino to get in there. Yes. And like make that sort of like. To, and he has to. He has to. For himself, exactly. he has to. Exactly, he has to. Because he, in, in terms of his journey of, of his character. Yeah. Towards, um, I mean, 
coming out as too small towards self self acceptance, understanding, yeah. acknowledgement, even yeah. you know. If it comes from the outside, it's not as strong. Exactly. As so, yeah, so it, that's why I like that a lot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I actually think that all three adaptations have managed to make that kiss feel epic and specific in its own ways. Um, um, that's great, yeah. People were making fun of the fact that in Italy and in France, they were like, honestly, Elliot and Nicola are like... Um, it's not like idols or something it's like uh because they both took their crushes to like a murder like a place that it looks like they're about to get murdered yes. <laughs> that's true he's <laughs> like i okay. don't know what the france one looks like but yes this uh he, he takes them to the france one takes him to a, like a tunnel that's completely dark oh man <laughs> That's that, like, edge of love, you know? Like, it's a little dangerous. It's like, I don't know if I'm going to get killed at the end of this path journey. I mean, there is a, there's another symbolic reason as to why, and that's why I call him the most pretentious one, and I'll tell you later. Oh, the French one the has French a reason one. why it's tunnel? Yes. Uh, um, but yes. I have another kind of, like, maybe this is more about a Martino-specific question than about the relationship necessarily, but there is one thing that I wasn't able to put my finger on mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout the season... And I think it has to do with, like, moving the season up to be number two. Yeah. Which in so many ways makes sense because of the, um... The text. The, I mean, the, the phone tone, revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but... And I, I was like, something is off about this, and I can't put my finger on what it is. And then in the coming out to Joe scene, he, Joe makes a joke about, like, it's not me, is it? Yeah, and it's just because it, it was just him. Right. And I was like, wait, it was just him. And so be, by moving okay. it up and, and not and having... Remember, you, and remember... Okay, go finish that thought. Oh, just, like, what... I Suddenly I was unsure how to trace... Like, A, what happened to that? Because the whole of season one was... Yeah, we only missed, like, what, uh, two or three months? Uh, Yeah, and she... And even Eva says So when did that switch, like, happen? And Eva kind of pointed out as well. They tried to lampshade it to use, like... No, no, I think he, I think he just saw Nicole and he was like, "No, that's better. That's love." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I buy that. Um, but no, no, I think you're right. But in it that. was a little bit like suddenly like unclear about like in season one and in the beginning of season two, what like how aware or comfortable is he with his gayness? And then how like suddenly I I realized I don't know that it wasn't it didn't seem quite as um what's the word connected or linear like uh-huh. um between the two of them not that I, like it's not a huge deal it's mm-hmm. just a random observation and no, like, that's interesting if i do have to it's, it's one of my criticisms throughout has not criticisms one of my questions throughout has been uh-huh. like does does isaac uh ever sort of bring this up with with giovanni sorry wow now i'm making now up you're, names <laughs> jonas now you're just combining like <laughs> yeah with jonas yeah. and like is this a conversation they have? Is it just left in the past and whatever? And if I'm going to give some props to Scam Friends, when Lucas, which is actually Luca, whatever, <laughs> when Lucas is giving his, uh, like, coming out speech to Jan, and he says, is it me? And he was, he goes, no, I mean, last year, I mean, whatever. Uh, like, it's it. sort of acknowledged. Uh, I don't know that they'll, I don't know if they'll do anything right. more with it at this point, but it is acknowledged in a way that the others never did. And I feel like if anyone should have acknowledged, I think you're right because of the timeline, yeah. Should have been Italy. Yeah, because suddenly I realized by putting Nora's story in between the two in OG, yeah. you, they kind of like, I, I bought that, you know, things had happened in the months in between, he had moved on, he had like... Yeah, basically, we missed a summer, and we don't know what happened in that right. summer to create that sort of shift. And 
I can't remember enough to be like, because when we see Martino right now, he's like, Joe is like hugging him and he's like, oh my God, don't touch me because like, I feel conflicted about like, I don't know if you're gonna, if you knew what I knew, would you still love me? And like when they're like sleeping at each other's houses, he's like sleeping on the floor and all of that stuff. Like we don't know sort of the progression of getting to that point. Right, yeah, he, it, that, I, that's right, I forgot about that. And, and it almost seems like they're, like he's avoiding um, in that in that uh, sleepover scene. Yeah. He's like clearly like sleeping on the floor and Joe's like, what are you doing? Get out of the yeah. bathroom. Well, I, li- I, like, I like that he kind of does this. It's like, where are I you? Know. <laughs> <laughs> right, so these are two guys who have a lot of... Um, physical comfort comfortableness yes, exactly. around each other yeah and so i don't know it was just like and then they kind of just drop it after he meets nicole which is like fine maybe like you're saying yeah. nicola is like yeah. like a god like he does have a face like yes there is a sculpted you yes. know roman like like a, like one of those ancient sculptures yes, that you see of like glad- not gladiators but like war spartan warriors whatever now i'm combining cultures anyway uh that was just got an, an observation that i wasn't like sure what to make of exactly no, that's, I think that's a fair observation, yeah. I'm sure. I don't think that I had thought hard on it. Um, and, yeah, I think, I think it's one of the things that we were saying, like, if you're making a choice, then you, ha- like, to change something, then you have to, like, really think critically about, like, what that implies. Right. So, like, by changing the timeline, I don't think they really changed that much, and maybe right, it was right. an opportunity to. Like, I probably even just that line would have been enough. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, talking about Eva reminds me, you, you know how much I love Girl Squad and like, but like, as testament to how much I love Boy Squad, I did not miss the girls at all. Like they're in this very little, yeah, they're and in that's, and they're to- and they're totally fine when they're in it. And I'm and it's just I didn't have that feeling of like, oh, I wish we were seeing more of this or that or whatever. I think that's true. I never missed yeah, the Girl like, Squad that's how good in they Italy, are. and I tend to always miss the <laughs> Girl Squad to a certain extent. Yeah. yeah, I did really like the Martino Sana stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm curious to watch it again in the Norwegian version. I felt it felt a little bit more coherent or point on point or something in this one. Interesting. But then I'm like, I actually think it's actually almost I, exactly it's, the it's same. It's almost exactly the same. So maybe I just was like not paying, paying yeah, attention. Yeah, it's almost exactly the same. I still get joy from it. Yeah. This is where I acknowledge again that that actress is not Muslim, that she is white. Um, yeah, I that, was thinking about that while, while I was watching it. Uh, yeah, well, because one of the blogs that I follow that have has been ha- making me rethink some of the scam things is called Scam of Color, and they don't talk about her. And when people ask, uh, like, oh, why don't you include her? They're like, these are the very reasons to look it out. And, and um, then I'm going to take a sidebar, and I'm going to agree with this, and I think we talked about this a little bit. Basically, the Italian excuse for casting Beatrice, who I really like, she's beautiful, and I like her as an actress, and I like yeah, her yeah. Sana, is that they couldn't find a Muslim actress for that role. You know who couldn't find a Muslim asterisk for that role? Julie. Do you know what Julie did? Right. She literally found Iman playing basketball. Right. Like, if you want to find the actress, yeah. you, you, you find, find a way them. to yeah. find the actress. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's just like a bullshit. You cast a wider net or you take, un, yeah. um, like, un, unorthodox approaches to casting. Exactly. Like, just approaching people on the street rather than, like, the casting call through direct casting directors Exactly. So, like, so. Julie wanted that representation of whatever faults we might think about how she handled things or not, which we'll get to at some point. Uh-huh. Like, she did that. And part of the reason why, part of the reason why Iman was uh, comfortable with taking that role on too was because Julie was like I want this to be a conversation between the two of us too like like I will listen to what you have to say and you can be 
you're gonna do as much as you're comfortable with doing like, yeah you know yeah. because she's acknowledging that she doesn't have certain life experience to lend authenticity to what she's supposed to be writing yeah and that's that's it that's the whole kit and caboodle like yeah. that, that's all you have to do is and, that, that and that's why I acknowledge that I'm nervous about the Santa seasons and the other adaptations mm-hmm. because I'm like how especially because a lot of them are written by men uh, and I, I was wondering about that and I just have this like thing about me where I'm like I don't find men to always be as open to I don't know I don't know what I'm like as sensitive or something yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that's what I was trying to so I'm I don't know I, I'm not saying anything I just this is just like a fear that I have about yeah. these seasons and what they're going to look like yeah yeah um, I don't know why I have more anxiety about French sauna than almost any of the other ones. Maybe because I, I think because of France has been more in the news with regards to, yeah. uh, like, like um, how they have the ban on hijabs. Or, yeah. Is it hijabs? Yeah. It's hijabs that they banned. Or is it the full burqa? I can't remember. They banned, they've banned some form of. Oh, well, they've definitely banned the hijab because French sauna. Does oh, doesn't wear one. Yeah. In so... school. She, like, there was a clip this week where Lucas was helping them move a couch. And she had it because they weren't in school. Because they weren't in school. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so it's this, like, I don't know, it's because it's been more, like, in the media, yeah, in, your in mind. the news, that I'm just like, oh, this is a very political issue. How are they going to handle this? Are they going to be, like... Yeah. No, uh, that's interesting. And that's that one's coming up in March. Woo! <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I am, as much as I literally have spent hours talking about how, how, how much I love Italy. I'm very concerned about the Italy one just solely based on how they went about this casting. casting. That's a good point. <laughs> so I'm I didn't very, even remember. yeah, you're totally right. Very nervous about it uh, because of that. Yeah, um, are they going to have the, I don't know, cultural sensitivity yeah, uh, enough exactly. to, yeah. to at least talk to people to mm-hmm. get, like, or hire the hire, like, Oh, diverse writer. Writer, room. exactly. Um, so I don't know. That's that's why that's the one I'm probably the most nervous for. As as someone who is very open about the fact of how much I love Scam Italia. Yeah, that's a good point. A hundred percent. Also, speaking of like, did you notice? I, I I did a double take. I mean, I guess it's okay in Italy, but like they in the very in the first episode in the first uh, in the when they're in the bathtub, they're talking about buying the weed and being cheap with the money and stuff and he's like what are you gonna shylock me and i was like you did not just say that um do you know what the reference to right no so it's i don't think you can really say it in america anymore but it's shylock is a character in a shakespeare play i want to say merchant of venice i could be wrong oh okay and he's a like it's a notorious anti-semitic stereotypical character that makes sense like he's like i think he's a stingy money lender uh-huh. and I, i've read that play but don't i don't know <laughs> and so and so like it, for a long if for a long time it, well, was, it was a shorthand for being cheap cheap well if we're going and to i don't think you can use if, that we're, if we're going to criticize the boy scott which here i am criticizing uh-huh. the boy scott there is something about the way that they talk um about certain things mm-hmm. like girls and yeah that it can be seen in terms of that boys will be boys toxic masculinity uh, factor. So they are not the most politically correct. And that's another one for like, oh, we're only trying to be realistic. And yet, I'm very conflicted about that. I mean, I think everyone is. But yeah. like, I think the, that the, one is, yeah, go ahead. The biggest problematic moment is when Luca is filming the girls in the volleyball game, and then he sends the video to his friends. That's in the yes. in the text messages. Oh, I I did not know. No, that. that's in the text message. Yeah, because you don't see the text messages. So in the text right, messages, right. like you see that you see them texting all the time, uh-huh. and it's like a fun group uh-huh. set. You see Fili- Filippo and um, 
Martino texts a little bit more, and it's really sweet. They call each other Jack and uh, Rose. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but particularly, like, it was, like, not only the fulfillment, but then he, like, sent it to all his friends. Like, right, so, yeah. So there are moments where I understand people's... It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so complacent about it because despite what I said earlier about, like, realism, like, the coming out, I understand the aspirational quality of it, but, like, in there, just hanging out, like, I, do I want things to be shallowly politically correct yes. in a way that just, like, eliminates, I don't know, that just makes everything, like, bland or not, I don't know, not even not real, that's not even the right word I'm thinking of, but just sort of, Authentic? like... Authentic? Yeah, I guess, or, like... Empty, like all superficial. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm just yeah. This is also a struggle that I think I, because I I do love them even there if there are moments where I am uncomfortable with. Yeah, and I think that's just like a cultural. Like this conversation we're having is much bigger than television. Or it's just like a much bigger kind of cultural conversation that we have to have. Yeah. Like, oh, in it's the definitely country. an issue in Scam France, but I don't want to continue to make references <laughs> to it. But yeah. Oh, I'll just say Bastille, and then people will know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> I need to, man, I need to, now I really need to watch Scam France, I feel like. Uh, but yeah, just this, like, how, what does being politically correct mean? And what, like, in what circumstances is it okay to break that? Yeah, and yes, what, exactly. You know, and what is it not? And, and how to represent that then yeah, on television. Exactly. It's just such a complicated... It is so complicated. Yeah. Because on the one hand, you're, like, feeding into it and perpetuating bad behaviors. On the other hand, I don't know, man. The 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 filming of the girls is particularly problematic. Yes. All the conversation stuff, I don't really care, uh, I guess. But it, it... Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much the bottom line. Uh, no all right. So I think we should talk about Martino. Okay. <laughs> so... Martino Rameta, first of all, I will say that he is very endearing to me because his face cannot hide anything. Yeah. He's put through a lot, especially because he has to eat a lot of disgusting food, and yeah. every single time his face is like, oh my god, why? <laughs> he's ve- that's very Italian of him. Yeah, he's very snobby about food. He's very <laughs> snobby about food, which I really appreciate, but that's just the funny thing. Now, like, what did you think about Martino? Um, he's a great character, he's very complex, like, even more than I, I mean, I'm used to complex characters in Scam, but even more so. I found him a little hard to pin down, almost, in, mm-hmm. in a good way. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like... Or not pin down, but, like, he's hard to define. Yeah, I was gonna say, and I, I, and I don't mean... Again, this is, like, I feel like I'm saying, I mean, this is a criticism, but I think it's hard because I don't feel... I don't know how to describe him. But to me, he feels like the most normal of all of the Isaks. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I just said, like, the boring game. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, exactly. And I'm like, I don't know why, um, like, France... He's so, so alone and so angry. Um, not that, the, like, this Martino, one of the things that I liked about him was that he, when he had to get angry, he like, he was also, like, he could also right, reach right, that, right, right. that side of himself. Like, right, I thought right, that was right. interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Isaac is so sad I mean, just, and lonely. Right, but he's also, like, the snake. Like, yes, there's this, like, manipulative. Exactly, there's like, this side of him. Side of him that's, that's, um... And so, yeah, Martino is absolutely the most sort of, like, boy next door. Yeah. Or, uh, 
like Gary Stew or whatever, <laughs> yes, the, the yeah, male yeah. version of a Mary Sue. Not and, and and even though we, I just said he's the boring gay. He's never boring, but he's never boring. Yeah, he's infinitely watchable, mm-hmm. um, which is obviously a lot of credit to the actor. Um, yes, one hundred percent. I really like this actor a lot. Yeah. Um, there was some criticism. Look, I I acknowledge criticism, but I don't think that it needs to be brought into a lot of these discussions because he looks. People say he looks too old, and I'm like, they all look old. They all look old. And in one moment, somebody talked about they're going to the 18 year old party. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Taking that like uh, with a grain of salt. But um, but the other thing is also like is interesting about him is he's kind of an impulsive. Yes. Um, which is like un- totally unexpected, but part of what makes him a rich, interesting character. Like when he shoots off the text message when they're in the cabin. Yeah, yeah. And they're just all like, like done it. Yeah, yep, yeah, did it. Yeah. Um, and he does have a real temper. He does have a real temper, yeah. Uh, which he just turns on usually with his mom. Mom. <laughs> um, uh, and then once with Elia, I guess. Uh, or the boy squad. Yeah, the boy squad. Uh, so yeah, he's just a really interesting, really well-drawn character who, if I were to describe him, should be boring, but he isn't. But he isn't. And I know, I, that's sort of like the bottom line yeah. a little bit. Um, so I, and I think, so one of the things that I, I think it's so hard because the thing about season three that I find so fascinating, it's season two here, but I think you got yeah, what I'm yeah, trying yeah. to say, the ESX storyline, is that a, so much of the struggle is internal, and yet it's internal in different ways for each of them. Mm. So, like, like, I think Isaac literally is just not ready to acknowledge the fact that he is gay. Yes. I think Martino has accepted it to himself. Yes. So That's it's a part- different sort of... Um, Yes, I, that, yeah, that's something I was going to mention, and I think I was trying to remember the other, uh, earlier in the conversation, but part of that, like, toning down some of the expected negativity towards being gay is in, is uh, how he, they only once do the thing that Isak does much more often, which is the, like, being kind of homophobic himself. Oh, oh wait until you see France. And so, like, so if you were to ask me how to, how to adapt I, I would probably say go, go to that extreme. Sure. That's the more dramatic, right. it seems. The more kind of conflicted, internal, emotional psychology, whatever. But it works really well here. Yeah, it does. Uh, but it also makes him hard to, to define. Fine. because, And it kind of goes back to that question I was having about, like, wait, so what point does he get over Joe? And, like, does how comfortable is he with himself being gay? Is he just sort of, like, at the point? It seems like in the beginning, in the bathtub scene, he's at a point where he's, like, I'm gay, but I can never tell anyone that. Yes. I'm never going to tell anyone yeah. that. So I'm just going to play along with everyone. So that's that's how I read it, too. I read it as he's accepted the fact that he's gay, but that doesn't mean he's ever going to tell anyone right. or do anything about it. I think also one thing that is a little bit like part of my confusion around this is, is the fact that now that I've watched a whole season of Martino, I don't believe that he has gay porn on his phone. And that <laughs> thing that they that they appropriated because that's the way it was in the yeah, original yeah. show is a little bit out of character retrospectively for me. I mean, that might be true. Uh, another another obsession of um, I don't think you would have porn at all for the record. Well, an- another obsession that people had because remember when you watch it time day by day, you're like you're aware of how much time is going on. Uh-huh. Is the fact that he finds out Nick Nicola's name on a Thursday. Then on a Friday or Saturday, he tries to find him on social media and he can't. But it's not until a Wednesday that he Googles him and right. finds the video. And everyone was like, does Martino not know Google yeah. exists? Like, do <laughs> we the first thing, thing you do? do? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that certainly seems to support your claim. Uh, I, the, by the way, speaking of that video, that I thought that was hilarious and, like, 
so incredibly pretentious, Precious. but in this, like, hilarious, endearing way. Yes, exactly. Uh, I think, yeah, there's just, and I think, I'm, and, and I'm, now I'm very interested to talk about season three, uh-huh. because you're like, eh, Evan, whatever. I, my thing about Ev- all the Evans is that I find them incredibly endearing. Okay. And I don't know why. Uh-huh. Uh, and maybe we can, like, talk about that. And they're all, like, in sort of different ways. Uh-huh. Like, uh, Niccolo is, like, it's funny, because he's, like, pretentious, but he's never, like, in your face about it. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, it's, like, it's, like, it's, yeah, like, no, an endearing no, pretentiousness, which no, is hard abs- to pull off. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even Martino, who's kind of a snob about food. Yes. It's in a way that you're, like, oh, that would be really annoying in real life. Like, like you know, it's okay in the show, but, like, it's not, I would never say it's endearing. Yeah, while yeah, exactly. Niccolo, I totally... Yeah, um, he, exactly. There's something very genuine about him, I think, and that maybe that's what... I think maybe that's that's yeah. what we're responding uh-huh. to that, um, for um, sure. He, I did, we didn't talk about it very much, but, like, Madalena, is that her name? The girlfriend, yeah, Madalena. ex-girlfriend. I feel like the show, this version of the show doesn't go into as as much as the previous one did, um, for, for better or for worse, I, I don't really have a feeling on it, uh, In into... The dynamics of them? Yeah, or the, um... The like, there's something very fucked up about or that, like the the I don't know not not toxic but like the kind of what's the codependent or something relationship or between that those the two, two of them have yeah. like, that Evan is trying to get out of I think, or Nicola is trying to get I out of I think OG so far is the one that has done that the best yeah a hundred percent and the they they kind of like sort of in a hilarious way oh my god the psychologist how much do I love that psychologist oh I have it here too I forgot to mention that and the whole like little exercise yes. leaning on each other and amazing Mar- and Martina always ends up on the floor, floor. so <laughs> yeah I love Dr. Spera a lot too I wrote it in all caps so we would talk about it and then I didn't yeah yeah so but what was I gonna say um Oh, it's, I love how in that, in his, in when the whole boy squad is in his office asking about borderline, okay. and uh, it's Luch, uh, Luca, no. Luca. Luca, right? Who, who's the, like, wait, the girlfriend told, told you? you? And, and you've you accepted, accepted it? it? Like, I yeah. love that even he is smart enough to realize You're like, this dude, is, come on. This, this is ridiculous. Another thing from that scene that I loved, which is not related to what we're talking about, but whatever, is when uh, Dr. Spera tells uh, Martino, I already told you that you can't, you can't do this by yourself or something. Right. And then Giovanni says, when? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you've been here before? Yeah, like, like what? <laughs> yeah. Like, you didn't tell me. I mean, I'm your best, best friend. friend. We already established this. <laughs> um, yes, that was delightful. So, uh, but yeah, the, so the, so the, anyway, the Madalena thing, like, both, I feel like the, the original, one thing original Evac does really, really well is bring up this question of how much of Evan is him and how much is his, um, mental disorder. Yeah, yeah. And, and how those two things are never, you, know, you yes, can't really separate Yes, that's done really them. well. And, like, the things that make Evan, the, the best things about him come from the disorder as much as the worst things. Yeah, Or yeah. they're very, like, interconnected. Yes. And this show a little bit skims over that, which is fine. I, I mean, I still enjoyed it, a lot of it. You know, I mean, the, the yeah, experience yeah. of the relationship and everything. Uh, yeah, I know, I agree. I think that's something that Julie so far has handled really well and a lot of more than the other adaptations um still obviously reserving judgment on on what's on aired yeah, yeah and what's yeah. heard and france hasn't finished yet um i will once again mention the instagram elliot's instagram because i think it's such a clever way to give us an insight 
that only the audience has into into what sort of his mental um, state is. Right. Uh, it's really well done. Okay. Um, so the transmedia the transmedia aspect, aspect of really it really plays into it really it plays into into well into there's so little there's always so little although I think it's interesting I was gonna say there's always so little Evan but I feel like in Italy I didn't it didn't feel that way uh I felt like there I, I got plenty of uh totally yeah of my, I never of Nicola even if I wanted more yeah like I wanted more because I was greedy. I didn't want more because I felt like I was missing him. Yes, yeah. Uh, which I, I feel like I felt more in the other versions. Okay. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I yeah. just definitely f- felt, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and here I was just like, and I was always, yeah, I don't know. He, he just, I love, I love them all a lot. Uh, the thing that I was going to make fun of was because when going back to Martino, they show him brushing his teeth all the time. Like, huh. like, uh, not all the time, but, like, when he's waiting, so when, yeah, there's a couple times like, Nicola's yeah. gonna, like, come over and he's, uh-huh. like, gotta brush my teeth, and when they actually post that they're together, or that they're back together, uh-huh. it's a picture of them brushing, brushing each, other's, uh, each other's teeth. Oh, that's so cute. But I can't find it. <laughs> so now I can't remember if it was, uh, like, a uh, in his story instead of, uh, in his Insta, because the only thing I can find in his Insta is this. From when they were in, uh, like the the cabin, all of them together. Yeah, that's so cute. Uh, and then all such good looking people. It's they ridiculous. are indeed. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, another random thing. That... Yeah. So I'm taking the picture. Because <laughs> it's like it's a video. Uh, it's a video. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, it's oh. Martino a redhead. Oh yeah, I thought about that when we when you when that scene came up. And I also remembered how I had been, like, completely, like, that's ridiculous. No, and I think he's a redhead. I've accepted it. And then you were, like, no, but compared to, to Elliot. Yeah. Um, and so watching, I was, like, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, a, like, light brown, I guess. Is, yeah, yeah. Is red. But I can, I can see the red sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I asked I think I, it's just, like, what we would not call redhead in America because we have a lot of Anglo-Irish Exactly. I think that's, I think that's the uh-huh. bottom line. And then, but I did ask my hair person when I was in Puerto Rico and I showed him a picture and he said, yeah, that's a redhead. Ah, interesting. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I'm looking over here. I feel like, I feel like we didn't say enough about Martino, but it's just like, I just love him. I don't know what to say. Yeah. uh, Let me say, um, the the Argentina, whatever, who cares? uh, I really liked the radio as a device. Osvaldo Radio? Yeah. Yeah. uh, I love, like, everything about the way they did that and, uh, as a, as a, device in general it worked really well yeah it's like a thing that gets everyone together but it's not newspaper which is kind of boring and, and it doesn't a... get dropped also like oh, that's nice. the casa group yeah oh you mean, yes you in the, the within the season i don't know if it's gonna get dropped next season i right, hope right. not I that hope would not. that would be really cool uh-huh. if it was still kept somehow and that would be another way to keep martino and um nicola around so yeah that would be cool uh no i for- i remember what i wanted to say <laughs> okay <laughs> speaking of this is just like a small screenwriter thing, but I loved. It reminds me of uh, what's this guy? The one that was like set up and payoff at AFI. No. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so in the first episode, they mentioned yes! the YouTube video that was beautiful <laughs> that Chico Rodi made. I, I got the station closed, yes. <laughs> and then they keep mentioning throughout at different moments. It's like, hey, should we like watch the video? And like, yeah. no, 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 and how to? It, it only gets mentioned like once or twice. It's not yeah, even that. yeah, not not throughout. But it's like, very natural. It's very natural. When when they meet up again, 
I think, uh, like, after they've broken up, I think uh, Nicola brings it up again, and uh-huh. then that's when he's like, I gotta go. Uh, and then at the end, literally, that's what he's watching. That's what he's I watching. literally clapped. I, I was just, in my mind, I was just picturing that little, like, chef kiss emoji. Yes. Because I was like, this is perfect. I remember so this well being done. another moment on Tumblr where everyone was like, how is Chico Rani the hero of this season? <laughs> but it's beautiful and like it's perfect. amazing. So it's th- perfect. that was just like a little like yeah, exactly yeah. like a writer thing where I was like that was so well done yes. because it never felt obvious. It was like this just like little thing that yeah, got it's a just moment. Like, like a random joke that you kind of pass yeah. by and you 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 know, but it sticks with you anyway because it's funny and then yeah, it's perfectly well done. Yeah, um, did the pot thing ever pay off? Uh, Sana having his pot. Did she ever give it back? Yeah, she gives it back at the, okay. cri- at the Christmas party. Yeah, okay. it's the scene. It's very, yeah. She, okay. She gives yeah, it back yeah. at the Christmas party. And he's like, how are you going to blackmail me now? And she's like, I don't think I have to. Okay. I think uh, maybe that was the only, like, uh, like thing that felt a little like it was dragging a little bit in the beginning. I was like, like this is not yeah. a device that's, like, has as much traction as you think it does. Yeah, but, and, I, and I think... But then and I'm I, glad they drop yeah, it after that. Well, and I think Julianne them gets said that's why she's like, here, you can have it. Like, right, it's fine. Yeah. Like... Okay, let me see. I'm going to see if there's anything that I really want to talk about, even though we're so, we talk so much. But I know there's other things I wanted to mention. One sec, one sec, one sec. Oh, I just wanted to point out, I do not know what it is about Pinky's touching that is so beautiful. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that scene. Yeah, because it's so small, but yeah. like... Yeah, it's just very effective yeah, um, yeah. in terms of... Like, and I can, like, it's like I could feel Martina's, like, heart being, uh-huh, like, oh, uh-huh. my God. Yes, yeah. I think it's because, like, when you're in love, like, just, like, the tiniest touch is, you know, electric. Yeah. And I think put, visualizing that really makes you feel that, or really made me feel that. Uh, do you have any thoughts mm-hmm. about the Emma character at all? Uh, for a second, I thought she was new, and then I realized that there was an equivalent of her. In fact, I think her name is actually Emma yeah, also. Her name, her name is Emma. Um, I... She, yeah, Sur- sufficed the yeah, way she, she does in she the was, other one. She was fine. Yeah. Um, I did think her a little bit, uh, the way that resolves was a little bit easy or abrupt where she's just like, and I can't remember how it is in the original, but where she's just like, it's the 21st century, you don't have to pretend you're, you don't have to like be ashamed you're gay or something like that. She says, yeah, it's 2018, you don't have to be, which I, this is, the, we're going to talk about this in OG. This is a line that I've, I've always had issues with. Right. Always. Because like, also it's not true and all this other thing, yep. but like, but, um, but it also was just like, when did she come to this realization? And oh, because uh, she told her. Uh, Madonna told her. Sorry, who does? Oh, and Nicola's girlfriend, girlfriend tells her. Oh, that they're. I didn't. Did I miss that? I must have missed that. No, it's implied. It's all. It's another sort of like story gap that we'll talk about. Okay. When we get to OG. Okay, we can got talk it. About it more in detail. Yeah. No, it's just sort of implied and talked about. Yeah. So there was something just like abrupt about the way she exits things, but uh, but like also it's fine. Yeah, I didn't I don't, care that much. I don't want to talk about it too much because I feel like my frustration with that storyline comes from the original. So I would rather Wait. talk about it there yeah. more yeah, on um, the way that that's handled and what role she plays or does not play with outing him. Yes. I'm, oh yeah, and then that comes back where she's like telling everyone about it, yeah. and I was like, and the show never acknowledges this right. or has anyway. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, France actually does more with it. Remember, now that I'm talking to you, yes, France takes everything to like ten. Right. <laughs> That's so French. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, like even she screams at him at the party about being gay. Oh wow. She doesn't like. She's screaming. So, like, everyone can hear, or... I mean, but then you don't know. Right, right, right. Yeah, also, they're, like, it's a big party. It's but a big yeah, party. Yeah. But, like, so, like, everything is taken 
to the next, next level yes. in terms of intensity. That's what I'm realizing now. I'm like, oh, oh, that's <laughs> okay. And again, it's so weird because, and maybe that's that. Maybe that's why I personally aren't are not connecting with scam friends as much as the mm. other. I like it a lot, and when I'm in it, I'm like a hundred percent in it. But then when I'm not watching it, it like. Yeah, I, you don't have that same, like... I can go on with my life. Yeah, obsessive. Uh, like, yeah, yeah like, exactly. I want to, like, distill this into a drink and drink it. Exactly. Like, I love it so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, that's just... And I and I love that there's people who this is their favorite. Like, that's fine. And that's that's one of the things that I feel like I want to make, like, part of, like, the bottom line, alt or love. Like, you can compare and you can have your favorites and you cannot connect to stuff, but, like, never be belittle someone for, like preferring one version to the other or not connecting to another version like that's what stories are like sometimes you like them sometimes you don't yeah and whether you do or don't is like an entirely personal thing based exactly. on your life experience and a it's whole bunch so of things it's so crazy to me okay and then we talked about the giraffe and the thing that was all sad and beautiful I mean literally half of these notes are just little things that Gio does that I like Joe does that I love. Uh, <laughs> like and then he does this and he looks into his eyes and there's so much love for Martino in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, there would just be like little moments where yeah. the camera lingers on him a little bit and yeah. he's like looking at Martino concerned Turned. and I'm just like, Oh get out of town. Alright, that's pretty much it. Anything else you wanna say? No, I think I got all my little things in. Are you excited for Eduardo and Eleonora? We got one scene with them and then one tag with them this season. Yeah, I actually am really excited because this is our favorite William. Yeah, and and it was weird seeing I like that just that one scene with them in the beginning. Immediately, I was like, oh, this is gonna. I'm looking forward to thi- this to seeing this, this couple. Will, yeah, and hopefully it'll be like a version of of Wilhelm that I enjoy more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I do like I a do lot like about that story. story. I just yeah. there were just things to smooth yeah, so out. I, that's why I'm yeah. I'm excited for it too. Yeah. All right. Well, very much. I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope it like I hope like this was like an actual like discussion that people can get something out of. <laughs> I know because because that's what I was worried about too. I was like, it's just gonna be me squealing about how much I enjoyed this. Like I don't um, have anything to say. So yeah, let us know what you think about Scamitalia season two. Yeah. Oh, do you have any sense of like what? The, like popularity wise oh it's pretty popular okay. oh I was gonna mention that see we're never gonna end this uh, it's pretty popular in Italy every single clip essentially trended on Twitter and social media and whatever and when they did the end of the year like uh, best of shows Italian newspapers wrote about the show like consistently awesome so like that's, yeah it has good reviews it that's has, really good especially considering subject matter exactly and I think it, there were like um, pictures like a promos of the two boys like and then whatever all over Italy like even like in terms of like seeing yeah uh, representation yeah, that matters and stuff like that watch and show. I think yeah and I think yeah exactly so I think it really I hoped that it had a really good uh um impact in Italians it seems yeah. like it was definitely embraced um and this of all the of all the remix is the one that I feel the most confident saying that about that it is pretty popular and that it has been covered by media and it does seem like uh, it has impacted people yeah so, yeah that's there's something about the show that I feel like it's just so genuine and I mean as a show as a whole like mm-hmm. the feeling of it um and good that I feel like even if you have some amount of like Ugh! This is that PC bullshit shoving yeah. homosexuality down our throats. If even if you have that kind of attitude, just like watch five minutes of it, and, and you're not gonna feel that. It way. will win you over. Yeah, be- yeah, yeah. It's so good. Scam Italy. It will win you over. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, uh, and then in terms of Italy, I loved the fact that it it continued with its obsession with coffee, 
buses and they WhatsApp. They have an espresso machine in their high school. And when they when they like bet on stuff, it's like coffee. coffee. <laughs> like that's like that's the high stakes. I love it. I love it. And then at one point, uh, Luca is eating this like sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, I want that bread right yeah. now. Yeah. So it's all about WhatsApp, buses. And coffee. I noticed the voice messages. messages. <laughs> I think they're the ones who do it the most. Yeah. Like, out of, I was like, yes, yes, true. You want reality? There you go. <laughs> All right, now for reals. Thank you for listening. Yes. I hope you got through the whole thing. I hope it was enjoyable. Uh, follow us on Twitter or Tumblr or wherever you feel like it, you know, except Instagram. Uh, email us uh, and, yeah, be back at some point to speak about season three. And we're going to be speaking about season three of OG Scam soon. Yes. All right. So... Bye. Ciao. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ciao. Ci vediamo. No, dopo. No, sì. Ci vediamo dopo.